We really got to plan that better. Hello. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, what are we going to say? Um, hello, this is FOH. I'm Kelly. I'm Lillian. And um, this is our podcast. It's about restaurants, food service, other stuff, tangentially related to both. Yeah, pretty you know, much. However we can circle the square. Yes. Is that what it's, is that the right way to say I've that? I've never heard that before, but <laughs> I liked it. Square the circle. I don't we know. can write the pivot the center. Oh, get the Venn diagram mm-hmm. lined it's up. It's a circle. <laughs> you know, people always say that. Circle takes the Venn the diagram of da, da, da yeah mm-hmm. is a circle. Oh God! Um, just talking in memes for no reason. That's not a good point. It's like these people. Oh, they have this. Not a good point. Yeah, it's you know always say things as concisely as you can. Right. Which I do not do ever, but... No, I don't personally do that. <laughs> but one should. One ought. Um, we, had a, we had a really fun weekend together. We had a lot of quality time, you and I. We did. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it, too. I realized that we have, like, in a group dynamic, we're very much, like, siblings. Yeah, we, like, really retreat into, like... Yeah. Base emotion. Yeah. Um, we went up for the weekend up by Woodstock in New York and we were in this house that was like at one point, like 14 people, like a a big party house for the weekend. And Lillian and I were like, (laughs) yeah, we were the troublemakers, obviously. And we also didn't really know the other friend group. So yeah, it was a two friend group. Um, and even within that friend group, there was like a small, there was, there were subdivisions. Yeah. So it, it kind of almost was like four friend groups. I also was on the outside. I'm like, I was barely in a friend group at all. Yeah. So no offense, but no, 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 no. I mean, I, yeah. So I was really the outlier. Uh-huh. Um, but it's kind of fun being the outlier. It's one of my, I feel comfortable in that position. Yeah. You know, I went to a lot of high school parties where I was the artsy girl and no one else. You know, like, I'm Mm -hmm. comfortable in that role. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyways, but it was fun. We had um, a lot of wine that you brought. You brought delicious wine. Margaritas. Made frozen margs. Um, (laughs) We, uh, and then one of the things that happened that was sort of, I would say, if one, if this were a scene or, like, a a short film, it would Mm. be the climax of the the trip yeah, totally was the last night. Um, so this is like deep in the woods. And one of the people, um, at the house found a tick, which I would say also, I don't think, I think it was a bug. No, that was a tick. Oh, okay. No, it's (laughs) fine. (laughs) Um, but found a tick. She found a tick on herself, but it wasn't a deer tick for sure. No, no, it's fine. So here's the thing. Um, when you're in the woods and you go out in the woods all the time, everyone was out in the woods. I said, not for me. I'm staying on the porch. I didn't even take my clothes off the whole time. You know, I mean, you were in the hot tub. I'm just saying, uh, I, I was like, why would you have? No, no. I just mean like I was buttoned up all weekend, yeah, 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 yeah. but it was Bob Newhart record uh-huh. for me, mm-hmm. but okay. It's buttoned down comedy. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> don't get the reference. Um, so I, um, anyways, so if you are afraid of ticks and you're out in the woods, just cover yourself up because the freak out that then ensued, uh, for the next, I don't know, rest of the trip about the ticks 
was bad. It was bad. She there freaked were, out. There and were then tears. she was like, I want to take it to a lab. Yeah, so I go over. I'm, like, pretty drunk. And I was like, all right, someone get me a lighter. We're going to light up this fucker. And then they were like, <laughs> they're like, no, we're putting it in a plastic bag and we're sending it to a lab. And Kelly and I were like, now what now? Like, we were just like, and a hoo-ha. Like, we're like. And Kelly's like, the funniest thing was Kelly was like, oh, yeah, do you guys have, like, really good insurance? Like, how are you paying to send these ticks to a lab? And she kept, the person who was, the person in question, the the bitten in question. She wasn't even bitten. She just found a tick on her. It wasn't even latched. She was like, I just want to pay the 50 bucks, send it to a lab, get it tested. I was like, do you have the in at one of these labs? Like, I was like, (laughs) everything at my doctor costs $1,000. Yeah, you must know someone in the CDC, in which case you're yeah. a cop. Get the fuck Get the out of the fuck house. Out of here. I was like, what are you talking about? It was very crazy. She kept talking about the lab, which I guess is a thing. Yeah, my doctor friend, I was texting him about it, and he lives in Colorado. He's like, yeah, they're really, everyone gums up the works with these ticks. He's like, people think they got uh, instant Ebola when they're bitten with a tick. It's really hilarious. He's also from Florida, so we were. We were sharing a, a little lot. TikTok, a little TikTok, hey TikTok, yeah. So we're both, you know, I I said in a story that I deleted because I felt bad, but I'm from Florida. I've been, I've had ticks on me my whole life, <laughs> and uh, there I got one on me right now. Had it since the age of twelve. <laughs> never, never took it off. Um, I just was like, y'all, it's not a big deal. And then people were getting very defensive because that's what happens when you're freaking out and everyone else is like, nah, yeah, it's a little, especially when it's the two biggest bitches. Yeah. We didn't mean to be, it just like, we talk really fast and like a lot and people just weren't, Yeah, it just wasn't the right, they're from California, you know, need we say more? Yeah. It wasn't my scene. It wasn't my scene. It wasn't their scene pertaining to us clearly but but i had a great time yeah i had a great time with you um and then the last thing that happened with the tick thing is that i said uh everyone was freaking out and then somebody like walked out and i was like should we hold like a vigil or and then that was people didn't like it that was too far yeah but you have a couple (laughs) glasses of wine and all the blonde girls are freaking out what am i supposed to do i know uh, hoot and holler. Yeah, it was fun. Um, upstate's fun, I guess. It just is very hard to see people in, like, New Yorkers in the woods. It really is just a caricature. Everyone's so fucking dumb. Yeah. It's so beautiful up there, though. It is. Yeah. Misty. Misty. Yeah. I want to go up to Beacon. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I've been, I've been there. See some sculptures. I hiked, even. Did you? Yeah. Sucked. Um. I like hiking. Yeah. It's not for me. Um. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. It was great. Yeah. We had some, we went to the Phoenicia Diner. You have to. You got it. It was really good. It was good. Only thing that was bad were some grits I got, but that's my mistake for getting grits at a diner in New York. My mistake. My mistake. Won't happen again. Um, <laughs> we got pancakes for the table. Did a classic Oh my God. Kelly did pancakes for the table, which I was very excited about. Um Anywho, so that's the weekend recap. Let's do some service stories, then we'll yeah. dive into our I topic. I have a quick one, because okay. you, you have, a, I feel, a more extensive. Eh. Eh. Um, just a funny thing. So basically, where I work, our kitchen closes pretty early. It closes at 10 o'clock on weekdays, and the bar um, stays open an hour after the kitchen, so till 11, uh, for those of you checking that out. <laughs> um, 
And so when people come in after 10 o'clock, I just let them know, yes, our kitchen is closed. You're welcome to stay for a drink. Uh, and I think I just might have to just stop doing that because to me that signals like one have, drink, have a quick drink if you would like, but other people are like, great. I own this bar. Yeah. And like people like it when it's empty. They're like, great. I can just talk and, and great. This is my bar now. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> so then my method is I turn on some music that I think another person would find un- unappealing as loud as like, I won't get in trouble for, and then turn the lights down as low as I won't get in trouble for. Oh, I turn the lights up. You go up. Yeah. I go down. Uh. And, um, it's like sexier if it's down though. But I, you know, you put on some Fiona Apple. That's not sexy. It's just, yeah, it is. You, you think that's sexy. I, you're gay. <laughs> I hate to tell you. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Lillian. It's not bad, Kaylee. It's not bad. It's not bad to be gay. Well, it would be bad news for your boyfriend. Um, so I was. <laughs> if you think Fiona Apple is sexy, it's emotional. It's it's evocative. It's words and music. That is okay. okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <gasps> Um, so anyway, I was doing it to this couple and finally they were like, we'll close out. And I was like, thank you. And then I grabbed the card, put the check on the card, came back another card on the bar. And I just went, oh, sorry. I didn't see that card. Uh, so it's all on this one. And then just did not offer to correct it. I was like, all right, well, you guys are good, probably. Venmo exists, so uh, all right, get on out of here. Get on out of here, you scamps. <laughs> well, that is, well, they, they only had drink, like, a couple yeah, drinks, Yeah, it was, right? like, truly four, four, like, draft beers and two tequila sodas. I was like, somebody buy somebody else a drink. Yeah, it's fine. The whole check was, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, like, somebody, oh, my God. So dumb. That, I will say Venmo has made it easier. I taught him a lesson about chivalry, about mm-hmm. friendship, good for about you, camaraderie. And then they were like, "That bartender was an idiot." That's what they also <laughs> yeah, they, learned. They were like, "She's <laughs> fucking stupid." <laughs> They're like, "Why would we want to listen to Fiona Apple?" It's also so annoying because it takes so much more time to like usually for most POS to like go in and like refund it, re-ring it, just pay someone back or take them out for another drink. Who cares? Yeah. It's so dumb. Also, I was like, I'm kind of for the guy in question. I was like, this is kind of the equivalent of like when George leaves like stuff in a woman's apartment on Seinfeld. So he has, he has like, uh, he has to, go to back. see her, you know, like yeah. that. Like I'm like, you're kind of like, then he's like, oh, I guess you owe me one now. Yeah. Or when can I g- take you up on that drink? Yeah. Will be a great lot thing to oh, say to someone you wanted God. to have a second date with. I am helping the men of New York. <laughs> Sorry, my microphone keeps slipping. Okay. Um, razor's edge here. You know, it makes the podcasting more fun if I yeah. think the microphone's about to fall off of this desk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's the top-notch service you're getting from old Can Sullivan. Old KS. KS. <laughs> um, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I... <clears throat> I got a new job, which is exciting. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be the head bartender at a restaurant. And, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's um, always horrifying to start a new job. It's one of my least favorite things. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it, one, because I have to be, like, really nice and enthusiastic, and yeah. it's exhausting for me to be both of those things. So, um <clears throat> 
but I'm trying. Um, and you have to get everyone to like you. It's just like a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll be fun. I'm my other job. I just like haven't really been happy there pretty much since day one. So, and then this last week I had a night where it was insanely busy. I had people spitting in each other's drinks. Yeah, that is so crazy. You texted me that. I was like, Whoa. it was like fucked up. I had just so many people just like blatantly just doing drugs right in front of me. I had so many like the weird Greenpoint old Polish guys came in, which is just like not someone who usually comes into that bar. And I was like, how the fuck did you? And they have that like, um, not to be insensitive, but I don't know how else to say this. They have like junky voice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That like reedy. Yeah. Kind of weird. Or I guess it's just like alcoholic voice. Like Mm -hmm. it's that same pitch. It's very specific. Anyways, just like trying to plug their phone in. It's just like, you know, asking for Bud Heavies at Long Necks or whatever. I was just like, this is like not what I'm meant to do. Bud Heavy. I'm just like, I can't. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, although fine, I'll take a Bud Light. I'm like, so, sir, here's the thing. Um, Don't have either of, like, just they don't hear you. They're <laughs> yeah. like, don't believe you that you don't have Bud Lights. I'm just like, anyways, it was kind of a, like a nail on the coffin. I mean, I'd already been trying to get out, but anyways, so I'm in a place that's a little more, it's not fine dining, but it's definitely like more formal than what I'm used to, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. It's like civilized. Yeah. Early, early hours. Great wine. Um, I know the wine director and she's great. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a smooth transition. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm just like, <laughs> ugh, I don't know. Anyways, it'll be good to not just be like at a bar at 4am, not feeling safe. Yeah. It's my least favorite thing. The power will go to your head. Because you're the head bartender. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing a little bit of Bloody Mary, you know? What? Um, like I say it three times in the mirror? No, Bloody Mary's like a, a British queen. Oh, 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 okay. She was right before Elizabeth. Sure. Um, she killed Protestants or Catholics. Well, I'm One killing Catholics, I'll tell you that much. Anyways, so yeah, <clears throat> that's all. I've just been very stressed out and working a lot, and I'm afraid that my creativity is getting snuffed out. But you know what? That's a normal thing for us service industry workers. The balance of art and life mm. sucks. I feel like you've been doing a lot of shows lately, though. <sighs> Thanks for saying that. Um, <clears throat> anyways, you know, the busier I am, the more I get done. You know that? Yeah, for sure. You got to plan everything. and Yeah. I was just getting fat, eating takeout, and fucking watching tv for seven months however long i've been in this job anyways it's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be great um i feel like i've gone overly personal so let's i don't think you it's not overly personal oh okay you said i got a new job (laughs) 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 it's like pretty normal yeah okay well that's fine it's a very chef driven restaurant so a lot of masculine energy oh yeah so now i'm back in the Back in the male gaze game, mm. you know, it's yeah. electrifying. Oh yeah, <laughs> we love to perform. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I haven't had anyone to trot around for, you know. Little pony. Little. I'm a little pony. I was um, talking last night with uh, someone I work with, and just talking about that trip we took, and and they were like, "Yeah, I'm just like not really like a group person," and they're like, "You're not really either." And I was like, I'm a group person. They're like, no, you like an audience. Very different thing. Oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. I'm similar. I'm at a party. I'm like, I'm sticking with one person and we can talk about everybody else. Yeah. 
or center of attention. Or, yeah, I mean, that's the most desirable. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kelly and I were just screaming to see who could scream the loudest this weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, there was, like, a guy that everyone kept being like, he's so funny, and I was like, fuck him. He was my rival. Yeah, you guys were on a rival. I was on another level of situation, but, yeah. Anyways, Danny. They all hate us. It's fine. You can't say his name. Why? What do you think he's gonna listen to the podcast? No, I don't. Because those people are from California. Um. <laughs> they never anyways, put the pods in because they're too busy. Get surfing. To life. Yeah. Um. Okay. The so. The rhythm of life. This is the rhythm of. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So this week's topic. Inspired by a tweet I saw, or as I like to say, ripped from the headlines. Rip? <laughs> Just like a special Law episode order. of Law and Order. This week's topic is, Kelly, <laughs> um, we, so a man, a man murdered some people a while ago, 2017, um, a guy shot eight people mm-hmm. in Plano, Texas. Mm-hmm. And just this month, or just this week, I guess, yeah. the bartender who served him drinks right before he went out and did this uh, was, I guess, arrested. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I was going to say indicted, but that's not the right word. Arrested. Mm-hmm. She has not been sentenced yet. Yeah. But essentially, she's being held responsible for, partially, for this man's actions. And I thought it was a really interesting... I mean, I think about this stuff all of the time. But it's a really interesting, I mean, first of all, it's, obviously it's a little bit absurd because this guy was obviously a fucking maniac. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it goes without saying, like, he shouldn't have had access, like, anyone who would do a mass shooting shouldn't have access to guns. Right. Um, also, the details, I sent this to Kelly because I was like, it's not funny, but I was LOLing because at first I was like, that is absolutely crazy. I can't believe anyone would but, like hold this woman responsible for this man's actions. And then I read the description of like what he was doing at the bar before he went yeah. to go murder those people. I and like, I was like, girl, okay. you should have cut him. It was even like just reading the list of drinks he ordered. I was like, no, 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 no. Because it was like two vodka shots, then two beers, then two bourbon <clears> shots. I was like, when people start crossing the streams like that yeah it's bad news no. yeah they've got the devil inside them mm-hmm. yeah so essentially this guy um so this is interesting because i think it crosses a lot it contains a lot of different aspects of this um uh, of this i don't know not i cannot think today okay. my brain is fried from working um of this i don't know topic i guess yeah. it contains a lot of elements that i think are interesting so the first is um, that she recognized that he was acting crazy. So he's, he <laughs> took out a fucking knife, put it on the bar and was like spitting it around. And was like, I'm going to go take care of some dirty work, which is like, um, not like a normal thing that to hear someone say, not a normal thing to, t- I mean, it if is Texas. Daryl Hall. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking about dirty work. <laughs> Did you just make a Steely Dan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a really good song. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So he's doing that. And then the bartender, I think one of the things that got her this... In got her Got her in trouble was that she recognized it was crazy. She texted her coworker and said, Spencer's acting crazy. This is literally a text message. He just is spinning a knife <laughs> on the bar. 
saying he's going to go take care of some dirty work, which is like... (laughs) It's not funny, but it is so extreme. It'd just be like if someone was just like straight up playing Russian roulette and you're like, oh man, I got this dude at the bar. He's just like flipping around gun. Like, it's like, why wouldn't you just be like... I mean, at least... Text a manager, be like, hey, can you come check this guy out? I'm a little worried. What should I do? I'm not saying, like, I get it also. Like, A, I think, like, your impulse, if you're a normal sane person, you're not looking at people thinking, like, I bet you're going to go murder someone later because it doesn't cross your mind. But B, I get too, you don't want to call the cops because, like, you know, whatever. Um, but you should definitely, when someone's spinning a knife around, (laughs) somebody should be like, that's not gossip talk. Like, LOL. No, that's not like when I texted you that a guy was spitting in a drink. Like, that's like the same fucking thing. Um, so then I guess, I mean, he also, the bigger, like the, the other thing is that he clearly was too drunk to fucking drive. Cause they were like, he was staggering around the bar. Like he could barely stand up. So like. That is also like you shouldn't get sure. someone so yeah. drunk that they can't because it's Texas. No one's getting fucking Ubers or whatever the yeah. fuck. Um, so, but also you know gun control, blah blah blah. But this woman definitely should have fucking done something. And I think it also speaks to like the extreme lack of education and training that most people get when they get behind the bar. Because I mean, I've I at my old job in Boston, like we had to go get certified and like learn about over serving and blah, 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 because we worked in a college town. But I think everyone should, I think you, not you shouldn't have to get a license, but like you should have to be trained on that because it's, it's not a fucking joke. Like it's not a joke. You are, you, and there, I don't think that bartenders should be held responsible for anyone that gets in an accident after they, like, I don't think there's that, but I do think it's like way more, more of a responsibility than people realize. Yeah. And I just think that, well, the alcohol lobby has done like a really good job saying like the biggest danger of over drinking is driving, driving, but there are like so many other things that are, um, yeah, that you, that can happen after you're well, over I, I read that in like 2010, it was something like over drinking cost us $250 billion. Yeah. Like shit happens. And so I think it's like that, that you're like, Oh my God, like, okay, this guy's going to like drunk drive. That sucks. But it's like, I think, and that is because of like the stranglehold that the alcohol lobby itself has on our education about the effects of alcohol. Right. But it's like everyone and bartenders should be trained to like, not only like recognize when someone's overserved, but like really like think about the consequences. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so I did a little, a tiny amount of research on, um, just the liability and like, I mean, a lot of employers have insurance to cover this sort of thing, but there's this thing called, um, the dram, Dram Shop Act. Dram Shop Act, which I keep saying like West End boys in my head, like Dram <laughs> Shop <laughs> Act. <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> in the West End, the Dram Shop Act and the Dram Shop Act. I, I have oh, the whole thing worked yeah. out. But um, but it is, it sounds so like, it's like. Let me know when you are. Okay, so I'll just text you. I'll yeah. audio record myself and then, okay. Um, memo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does sound like a fish and chips law kind of thing. You yeah. know, it's like. Shop. Act, Act. Ding, 
It sounds like one of those things that you would say, like, and the Dram Shop Act has never been repeated. You know, like, there's yeah. so many laws that are still on the books. That it's act. a temperance movement. Yeah. So yeah, that's so, why it sounds yeah. like that. Um, but there's there's first party and, party and third party. And the first party Dram Shop law, which is not in Dram Shop law, is not in most states because it's crazy. It's just like... If I get into an accident when I'm drunk, I can sue you, which is not how it should be because you're an idiot. And like, yeah. it's not, you know what I mean? I'm like, wait a second. Like, I could like sue all bartenders for me whenever I text someone I shouldn't. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd be like, hey, I dated someone bad because you served me yeah. too much booze. Yeah. You know? So that legally, I could do that. That's sick. I'd just be like, I'm going to bring up the. Civil court. I'm going to bring up this Instagram account. You tell me if I should have texted him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just imagining the trial. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> And then the third person um is obviously when like you serve someone, they cause someone else harm from, you know, being yeah. too drunk when you've served them. Um, which is my fucking greatest nightmare. Yeah. God, can you imagine a fucking mothers against drunk driving lady coming knocking on your door? Mad. Mad. And not this television show, but <laughs> or the magazine, but a mother, a mother against drunk driving. I mean, yeah, that would be so horrible. I do think that, um, like when that fucking guy killed himself after coming to our bar, yeah, that sucked. Yeah, that fucking sucked. It's like, I mean, we've had, yeah, it, I mean, it is like that's the thing is like bartenders do walk that fine line of like you want people to get drunk because that's fun and then they're they're feeling a little they're loose. spending more money they're spendy they're maybe they're tipping you better yeah. maybe worse um, there's a sweet spot <laughs> yeah um but it is that like difficult line but you don't want anyone to get too drunk and you don't want people to get too fucked up and um it's it's scary i mean even if it's not like legal repercussions like we've had people come back to the bar and be like how did I get home? And it's like a very scary moment. Yeah. I mean, like I've served people who like I did just because, because we work and live in a city, like they're more often than not, people are getting cars or riding the subway or like, they're not, usually people are not driving. Yeah. But I have had people be like, well, see you later. And they have like car keys. And yeah. I'm like, fuck dude. Like you're yeah. so drunk right now. And there's nothing I can do because you can't ask somebody while they're getting drunk. Like, are you driving tonight? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, what, what, what do you do? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, you're like, and ultimately it's and, bad. And I just pass out. Um, no, it's just, it is like, like, what is the right solution? Because like you want bartenders to be responsible. Yeah. They're at work. They have a responsibility, but ultimately like putting like an onus on a bartender, like that's it's, like, yeah. it's, it's almost like a unique thing in society. Like there's no totally. other person that you're going to be like, and you're, and here you go. You're responsible for their actions. Yeah. It's really yeah. crazy. And it's also like, I do feel and I, I mean, part of the reason why I quit a job I had a while ago is that I was like, I feel like I'm complicit in sexual assault. And yeah. I know that sounds nuts, but I was just like, I feel like I'm helping these things happen. Yeah. Whether, and that's obviously not in my control. I can't be responsible for fucking assholes. But I was just like, 
this doesn't feel right. Like yeah. I just was watching predators all night and giving everyone booze and like helping it happen. And I was just like, this feels fucked up. Yeah. And I do feel a sense of responsibility in that sense. And I'm like, because there's people less than a foot away from me. Like, I'm like, I'm watching you. It's like yeah. bizarre. It's a very strange experience watching someone get absolutely hammered in front of your eyes and being like, dude, I hope you're cool. Like, yeah. Sending you off into the night. I'm like, God damn. Like, yeah. I mean, I and think then you have to be like, Hey, can you make sure this girl, like you have to ha- tell their friend. Like, it's just like a lot of it's work. It's crazy. It's also like, I think it's really hard because you'll get, you want to say it like, are you like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like you start giving them water and you say like, are you okay? Do you want to go home with this person? And, and they're already drunk, so they're like, ugh, leave me alone. Like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> that used to happen, like, more so when I worked in Manhattan, that would happen. Like, and you'd be like, are you, are you, you're are good? you good? Yeah. And people would be like, <laughs> they're like, how dare you? Yeah, because you also, it's like, obviously, it, it's a, um, it's a delicate thing. Yeah. Because you can't just be like, hey, you seem really fucked up and they're yeah. gonna and people are gonna get defensive or embarrassed yeah. and like you, you have to fig- figure out how to do it i mean when i first started bartending i cut off people very badly and it escalated and it's very it's a tough thing to do yeah it's not an easy it's not easy to cut people off people get can get very oh, aggressive people get really upset it's, about getting cut it's off. a very hard thing to do well i think women can do it better in my experience can handle it uh no i just mean like bartender i think oh yeah yeah. i think it's coming it's like like particularly men i mean like they can't deal with another guy being like you've had enough yeah you know at least they can be like this stupid bitch thinks i've had too much to drink and then it's fine you know yeah do you have a phrase that you say i say this stupid bitch thinks you've had too much to drink um i mean you've been cut off so i've been cut off a time or two in my day yeah because i get fucking sloppy um I usually, like, what I do is all, because, like, usually I'm serving. Right. I don't think I've ever had to cut someone off. At the bar. It's tough because you're just right there in front of their face. Yeah. You can't, like, like, walk away. So serving, you kind of are like, you're like, yeah, I'll bring a menu for you to look at. And then you, like, kind of take 10 minutes to bring the menu. And then you're like, and then you take another 10 minutes to come back for the order. And you hope by then that, like, they're just like, let's get out of here. Yeah. Sometimes one time I had a manager tell me to make a fake drink for somebody, which I feel like is sort of crazy. And I was like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, just make him a mocktail, but make it look like the yeah. drink he's been drinking. And I was like, this seems like a crazy <laughs> like, ruse. This is very sitcom. It was such a sitcom thing, but I was like, okay. Yeah. I had to like make a fake rum drink. I mean, thank God he was drinking a rum drink. What uh-huh. if he was drinking martinis? Yeah. It couldn't have worked. Could not, not, could not have worked. Would not have worked. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's really delicate and scary. And the thing with alcohol is that you just never, it's so unpredictable. People are so unpredictable when they're drunk and yeah. you never know when they're going to get violent, which is why alcohol is quote unquote bad. And <laughs> uh-huh. so yeah, it sucks. It's scary. And that's why I'm like really glad I'm leaving a bar where Every night I had to be like, God, someone's like, my dad died. He's like crying to me. And I'm just like, you know what? It's three in the morning. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. And I don't want to cut you off because you're grieving, but you are insane. So. Yeah. Um, I have a friend in Chicago once she got cut off from shots. Like the bartender was like, 
you've had too much, no more shots. And she was like, <laughs> okay. So I'll <laughs> like, take a vodka soda. Yeah, like it was just like a very funny like line to draw. People drink hard in Chicago. Yeah, that's and, a uh, funny. That it's a funny thing. line that the bartender was like, okay, we're going to give you beer. Uh, beer's fine. Beer's fine. I mean, but, that's uh, what I did. That's what I did to you when you were too drunk. I'm like, okay, Kelly, you're so blackout right now. You only get beers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart. 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 The thing is, is I'm, I'm pretty amenable to being cut off. Yeah. You, you didn't fight it. Like, I'm I think just, you knew. Yeah. I'm like, even when I'm that drunk, I'm like, this bitch did it again. <laughs> uh, I don't. I try not to get that sloppy anymore. No, no, no. I'm, I made it sound, you don't, I've never, that's only one time I've seen that. So yeah, I did have recently a, a coworker, my coworkers neg me left and right. Uh, I got, dr- what happened was Lillian was having dinner and I was getting a drink at like the bar next door. And then I came in to just say like, bye to like Lillian and her friend that she was having dinner with. And then I ended up staying and getting like absolutely <laughs> hammered. Um, and then the next day I was talking to my, my friend who was our server that night. And I was like, I feel like I actually like never see you get drunk. And she was like, well, I get drunk sometimes. She's like, I mean, not like you. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I got a rip. <laughs> Um, Dang it. <laughs> but it is like, I'm usually not an angry drunk. No, no. I can get physical, but that's just normal for me. Yeah. I went, when I went on my trip with Emily, she's like, I didn't realize like how like physical you were. Cause I'm definitely like a shover. You like to shove. You've thrown drinks I pinch, in my face. I pinch. pinch. shoving. <laughs> You've thrown a couple drinks in my face. I'll do a little noogie on your head. You know, yeah. shit. Swirlies. <laughs> Swirlies. Purple nurples. <laughs> <laughs> throw you down some stairs it's yeah. hilarious i um yeah what i did that night is i called lillian beautiful 300 times i said we should go to spain then i said we should go to france then i said she should get married in france it was like a i whole... woke up to like oh also we were going to the jersey shore <laughs> i woke up to like 14 flight itineraries that kelly had like emailed me and i was like when did we decide to go to paris together Anyways, um, oh, so that's yeah. really the most dangerous. <laughs> what I do is I, I... That's when the bartender needs to take kayak. Yeah. Are you guys talking about taking an international <laughs> flight? You cannot be served anymore. No, no, no. Please. No, no. Please. I'm like, on kayak, I got to take care of some dirty business. <laughs> no! <laughs> God, that is so scary, though. How bad would you feel if you fucking served that dude and he went and shot up eight people? I would have called a manager. I, as soon as someone pulled a knife out on the bar, it's not like I would have been like, well, cool, I'll just finish out my well, shift here. I would have said, get me the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it is Texas, so. No diff, babe. You think, I bet as many people in Texas as New York have knives. No fucking way. Yeah, proportionally. No. Per, per, percentage. No. Percentage. Absolutely not. We're looking it up. What? Yeah, that's an easily searched statistic. <laughs> percentage of people with Personal knives, knives in Texas. No. That, no, Texas, that's why everything is bad down south is because all that stuff is normalized. You think that at Phoenicia there weren't people packing heat in Phoenicia? Okay, that's not the fucking same thing. They have an opioid crisis. It's a small <laughs> town. You have to have a gun, okay? 
Okay, not really seeing the through line. Yeah, I'm there. just I'm just really ta- I'm just <laughs> bullshitting right now. No, it's Texas. No, ben you is don't. Back. The it's the South. Ben, what? Is back. Who? No, it's just a movie about the opioid crisis. Oh well, anyways, it's it's the South. Everything's bad. Everyone has a million fucking guns. It's just it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. I'm just saying that if that happened in New York, it'd be way crazier. Oh, I mean, if that happened like where we work. Like I work in South Williamsburg. If someone like pulled out a knife, everyone would, would run out of the liter- restaurant. Yeah. It would be like disaster level. Yeah. You could come like, Listen, that would be like akin to pulling out anthrax, you know? You like, know what I be... just remembered though, is that I have pulled a knife out at a bar. <laughs> what? Oh my God. <gasps> and I cut myself. I was bleeding with a knife in a bar in Boston. I became blood brothers with somebody. Oh (laughs) my God. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that. I'm like, who were you cut off that night? No, I wasn't. Okay. I'm calling them. I retroactively cut me off. (laughs) I'm calling them up. I did. I was playing. My friend had a knife. I said, let me see that. I was playing with it at the bar, cut myself, and then he had cut him, and then we became blood brothers, mm. Ian, and then um, and then I had to host a baby shower the next day, so I was covered in bandages. Anyways, that you know, not a great time in my life, but who wanted you to host their baby? Show? I'll show you pictures. I did an amazing job. Lord, that child. She's gorgeous. Her name's Hazel. She's five. So anyways, I and because of me, she grew up help, happy and healthy. Happy and healthy. Not even knowing that and while that she was a child, it was the Kent State gun girl. <laughs> Lillian ushered her into this world. And I can take her out. I can <laughs> brought her in. I can take her I out of it. I brought you into this world. I can take you I would, out. You know, if I could be like an abusive Southern mom, I think I would become a mother, you know? Uh, I think that's a huge, yeah, that's a big argument against you. <laughs> I texted my friend the other day. I was like, should I just like quit everything and have a baby? And she was like, no. And I was like, yeah, I was just having a weird day. I would never do that. But sometimes when I get really anxious, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just get pregnant and end my life essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a suicide watch if I say that. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause that's yeah, the end I of your life. Like, yeah. I would absolutely. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's murder. bad. That's I my would murder. You. That's. I would. I'm sorry. If I became pregnant, you would murder me. Yeah, and that's double homicide. That is a double homo. Double homo. <laughs> okay, are we done here? I would think so. <laughs> I would go ahead and say the yes. big reveal is that I have done exactly what that gunman did in <laughs> Texas. Lillian's like, can you believe it? And then she's like, well, yes. Oh, she's crazy, folks. Anyways, don't, um, I don't know, don't let people bring out weapons in your bar. Yeah, if you're bartending, someone pulls out a, any any type of weapon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Were you trying to say Smith and Wesson, but oh, you said no, weapon? I don't know. We're both really brain dead today. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's fine. I'm tired. You know, we've been around each other. I thought a we lot. were doing a different topic today, so hard switch. It's fine. We did great. Okay. Okay, great. Well, um, please don't judge us on this episode and do review, rate, and subscribe. Unless you like it. I liked it. If you like it, judge us on this episode. <laughs>
Well, is that how it works? Positively. Is that how it works? Yeah. Um, and then uh, please join our Patreon. It's however much you want to pay a month, and it's fun. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye.